You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down, and it's called for another foul. Check, Taco. Come on. Taco's, Taco. Taco's having some fun here. And we are back with another episode of From the Raptors. Sam and I here recording on Wednesday, April 21st. Uh, Two days off for the Celtics in a row for the first time since, I believe, the beginning of March, maybe the middle of March. But uh, it's been a while. And the first thing, obviously, six-game win streak has come to an end. Uh, Lost to the Bulls. Although I'm not not tripping too much about it. Like, it sucks, yeah, that they lost because they should have beat that team. But it's not, you know what I'm saying, though? It doesn't feel like it's one of those world-ending losses, right? Um, I'm pretty pissed about it. If that is, I'm, I'm pretty pissed. That's a game they should win. They lose to a terrible team. I don't care if they were missing players. They had their two best, and they didn't win. I don't care about the triple double for Tatum. Even I'm not upset with Tatum. Let me let me say that yeah. I'm not like blame. Well, he deserves some of the blame, but I'm not like gonna rip him for it. I mean, he's had an incredible stretch here. Exactly. You're gonna have an off night, but and I think he did a great job um, of getting distributing other people the ball. Involved. Yeah, I think he did an excellent job of that. But they have no business losing that game. Um, You've got two tough games now that you have to win, in my opinion. I want to see them keep winning, of course, and potentially catch Milwaukee, who's been not playing well. I think the goal should still be to stay in that four seed. I think while it'd be nice to catch the three seed, I don't think that should be the focus of the season necessarily because the way they've been – they can do it. I I agree with you on that, and I'm going to let you finish. But I would want to be in position to get the three seed and have the option to try and yeah. take it, depending where Philly Brooklyn ends up. So you yeah, and that's also fair. And Brooklyn's dealing with their own quote unquote injuries. We'll talk about that a little bit later. I have that written down. But the the reason I'm not too upset with the Bulls game is like you said, Jason Tatum was having a spectacular stretch. Three of seventeen from the field against the Bulls. Obviously not good at all. He's bound to have an off shooting night. That just happens. You can't shoot that hot forever unless you're. Michael Jordan, right? Or and Jalen Brown, who does it or, <laughs> regularly. I suppose so, yeah. No, Jalen Brown, his he has his off nights, too. Exactly, yeah. He's at, he has his off nights, too. And the another reason I'm not too worried about it is because it's going to be tough to win games. And I know you said you discount the guys that were out, but it's hard to discount them when you're running out Tremont Waters in the last two minutes of the game. That, that's going to hurt. excellent. He, I, I don't care <laughs> if he's excellent. I don't give a shit if he he's was excellent. Only out there that doesn't he's mean it's really ideal. <laughs> Exactly, but if you have to run out Tremont Waters, Romeo Langford, and Grant Williams in your final three minutes Grant together, Williams sold big time. He was awful. My point oh, is, if you have, if you have to run all those three together, it's probably not going to end out in a win, right? That's not a good Jack, final four minutes that game. Sam, Who I don't give Chicago a shit. Rolling out there, Sam. It doesn't matter. None of those three guys would get more minutes in Chicago than they do here. Chicago was playing their like real end of game lineup. Their starters are better than those end of the bench guys in Boston. They're not playing. That's it just was Tatum, Brown, Romeo was in there for the defensive possessions, and then he he wound up in there because they didn't take a timeout, and he took two shots to end the game. Tremont Waters was in there to give Pritchard a break, and he just played well, so they kept him in. And Grant was in there for defensive purposes, but he had a terrible game. Yes, but my point is, if you're missing four of your top eight players on the roster, it's not going to look good at the end of the game. And, and Jack, we they saw shouldn't that. have to be at the end of the game. What do you, Chicago's what are you missing their best player. Yes, but the rest and of the roster is still better him. than that end of the bench. 
the, they're the, bad, the, but then they have them, and then they still don't have them, and they beat you. Chicago's Chicago starters, regardless of Zach Levine being out, are better than the Celtics' end of the bench players. That's just well, a yeah, fact. You can say that for any team. Yeah, yes, which is why I'm saying I'm not too upset with the loss. It happens. Like, are it they sucks, better than but... Pritchard, Brown, Tatum, uh, Ojale, and Thompson? They're, they're Chicago starters. They're better than Pritchard, Ojale, and Thompson. Maybe not Thompson, but Pritchard and Ojale, yes, probably. He's better than Pritchard. Thaddeus Kobe Young, probably, Nikola yeah. Vucevic, Kobe White. Well, I'm not talking. I'm talking position. Of course, Vucevic is good. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. I'm talking about the other guys. Patrick Williams is still kind of raw. He's a decent rookie. Uh, who else started for them? I take Patrick Williams and Thaddeus Young over Semi Ojale and Grant Williams though any day of the week. Yeah, but I'm not. T- they well, Shemi started, but uh, who's the Thad Young came off their bench. I'm talking Before. to the end of the game, though, is my point. Like, if you're running out Tremont Waters, Romeo Langford, Grant Williams in crunch time, that's going to be tough. And, and they definitely could have won. I'm not saying they couldn't have won. And they probably should have won the game, realistically, because Jack and Brown could have they, they scored, like, what, they scored 30-something first, hat, uh, first quarter points, and they didn't even break 100. Yeah, no, it was tough to watch. And Tatum having that poor shooting night is probably a big reason for that because he's been carrying the offense and he needed to do so even more with Kemba and Marcus. I'm not saying they couldn't have won the game. They probably should have won the game realistically. I'm just saying I'm not going to complain too, too much about it considering how well Tatum has been playing and the lineup they had at the end of the game there. It was tough. I'm, I'm just saying like it, realistically, they probably should have won the game. I agree with you, but I'm not going to be like super, super upset about it because of the way Tatum has been playing. And Waters, of the by the way, might have been the best player in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, he had a couple good plays. He had a couple real good in, plays. In the entire game, not not just on the Celtics. <laughs> no, yeah, he, he made a he couple of really plays. But he, that was the yeah. Tremont Waters we were fawning over before the season. <laughs> it was. He made the hustle plays. But, Glad he got but, Danny Ainge just as surprised as everybody else that Tremont Waters got to play. Now, let me ask you this. Earlier this season, I'm just a completely different topic here. Earlier this season, we saw the Clippers game with Carson Edwards, right? You remember that one? Played well, yes. And then the next game versus the Suns, he got a chance. Does Brad uh, give Tremont Waters a chance in the next one? Any well, chance? No, because they're going to be healthy, and he only played because they were unhealthy, and yeah. he, he still almost didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> they played if they didn't Romeo have the depth, like, like say, um, was Kemba playing? Yes, he was, because he, he played really well against the Clippers. Um, but you're, there's not going to be any opportunity, excuse me, opportunity for him because um, – I mean, Pritchard's going to be off the bench. Smart's probably going to be back. Kemba's going to be back. They're going to be pretty close to full strength, if not at full strength yeah. Thursday or tonight. No, yeah, that, that was more of a joke. It's exciting. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully they will be. I know Evan Fournier is definitely not playing again. Brad was talking about he's that. He's not playing Robert. again? No, I don't think he's playing versus the Suns. Uh, pre-game, I believe it was before this last game against the Bulls, he said – Something along the lines of I thought he's it was probably not going to play Thursday. Thursday. I, I think they you hope know to better have than me because you, you deal with all the pressers. Yeah, I'm fairly certain, and I I could be wrong here. And I can go into the uh, I have a little Google Doc I can probably reference here, but um, I, I think it was something along the lines of Robert Williams should be back because he was just right around the corner, and they weren't sure about Evan Fournier because it's less so having to do with the Celtics, but more so having to deal with the team doctors and coordination well, with the league to be able to be all right yeah yeah speed to play you know what i'm saying though it, it, it's league protocols holding evan back right now it's not I mean, this is so annoying man <laughs> covid yeah. i mean it's precautions you have to take especially since he, he probably had it the amount of time he's been out he definitely had covid yeah 
but it's just mm-hmm. annoying. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to find. Okay. Yeah. On Evan Fournier, Brad Stevens before the Bulls game in his pregame conference said this. Fournier is still out. Oh no. Sorry. Evan has his final test in the next couple of days. I would say he's probably doubtful for Thursday and limited beyond that. That'll be determined by our doctors. Obviously, he still has to pass all the tests. So that's the quote. Their doctors, by the way, should be under some scrutiny with the amount of guys that have been out this year. They they need to be on the hot seat, the team's training staff, with all the guys injured, knee soreness, things like that. Yeah, Ever it, since it's, Ed it's just left, it has not been great. <laughs> Realistically... Everyone around the league this year is getting hurt, though. Like, and I'm not saying that's an excuse for the Celtics. I'm just saying it's a tough. It's a. Well, tough I season. even mean preceding this year. Yeah, also true. Also true. And obviously, we're not talking about like Gordon Hayward injury. That's a freak thing. That's well, not freak happen, injury is fine, but exactly like the Kyrie thing where he was hurt. I'm not sure how much of that is, you know, on hit on him or the team. Who else was hurt? I mean, you have the Kembeni if you really want to go there. The uh, Jalen Brown's Brown, hamstring or tendonitis, whatever he had, Robert mm-hmm. Williams, his constant injuries, Romeo Langford's constant injuries. I mean, there are a lot of injuries that happen to the Celtics. And if you look it up, I'm sure you can see that, you know, they're missing a lot of guys consistently over the last couple of years compared to other teams. Yeah. O- only team that can rival the Celtics is the Pacers. They've had a, uh, <laughs> they've had a tough go of it this season. That's, um, that, that that's just a joke, though. I mean, Warriors. Celtics too. have Warriors. Warriors have Clay had a keeps well. getting hurt. Clay. Durant got hurt in the finals. They've had a tough one too. Yeah, they've, Curry got hurt last year. Mm, Might have held him out a little bit longer to get that James Wiseman pick, but regardless, Curry's back and better than ever this season. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, circling back around, Bulls loss. It sucks. Like I agree with you they definitely probably should have won that game but in the end that loss probably won't hurt them too too much in terms of overall this season what's important now is you know these Suns and nets games and may i point out to you sam i want to bring this up Nets are hurt Nets are hurt right now it's going to be Kyrie and the rest versus the celtics you excited for that well no because kem is not going to play they're still probably <laughs> going to lose i mean they're terrible when kem doesn't play ever since he came back the games that he misses, they've been awful. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's tough to have a guy who is – he's making an impact now, but before the whole narrative was he barely makes an impact when he plays, but when he doesn't play, it's even worse because you don't have that production, right? It's tough to have a guy who can't play back-to-backs, and the Celtics have dealt with that all season. Hopefully that's not a thing next year because if it is, I'm going to be real pissed, but I guess we'll have to see moving forward. At least in the playoffs, there's no back-to-back games. So that re- it really – it doesn't matter. Having him healthy is the important thing, and he's going to be playing every game in the playoffs, barring injury. So it, it's just it's just irritating when you're trying to watch your team get some wins together, string some wins like they did last week, and you guys... I mean, I think Birkin said it in the YouTube chat pregame that they might have got vaccinated. That's why they missed the game, so good for them. If they'd be it. Hopefully they did. Um, yeah. Who knows? It, it's frustrating when you're missing your team all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And the Nets have a, a pretty lengthy injury report. I know the Suns are first, but obviously Nets is the premier matchup everyone's looking at because it's, you know, Eastern Conference, Kyrie Irving's there. KD is out Wednesday at Raptors, but he's day-to-day listed, so he could play, supposedly, uh, against the Celtics. James Harden's out indefinitely now. I don't know if you heard that, but uh, that, that's an interesting sure, designation. <laughs> Muscle injuries don't concern—that's what it is, right? It's hamstring. 
Muscle yeah. injuries don't concern me. You know, if he's got a knee problem, it's like, oh, maybe there's something there and it'll actually be missing time or lose a step, but it's a muscle injury. He'll be fine. It says he suffered a setback during rehab, uh, during a rehab session and is undergoing an MRI. So that that's the part that sounds somewhat concerning to be going through rehab and have something like that happen. But the interesting part to me, and I don't want to like accuse James Harden of not being hurt or anything. Steve Nash in his press conference said, He'll probably be back for the playoffs. Like, really? Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> Tony, he's going to be fine. Yeah. It's definitely. By the way, all these teams play. around the yeah. league getting fined for sitting players, and Oklahoma yeah. City is just sitting pretty with Al Horford rotting. <laughs> uh, I, I think the only difference there, and I'm not defending Oklahoma City, I think it's crap what they're doing, but I think. The quote-unquote agreement the two sides came to is preventing them from getting fined. You know what I'm saying? Because they came out, oh, they made an agreement. I still don't like it, obviously, because I think it's I crap that they. I don't think up, that's but... any different. If there's an agreement, I mean, I don't think any players gonna just sit out. Or, or I... like, you know, there, there's an agreement if someone's doing load management, or you know, if they're being accused of fake you know, reasons to sit out. I mean, obviously, a player agrees with the team to sit out. I guess so, but I think, and again, I'm not disagreeing with you that the Al Horford situation sucks because I think it's, again, crap what they're doing. But the difference is the league is finding people for arresting players. Like the Bucks, when they quote unquote rest Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday against a bad team, is different than the Horn, the Thunder just play saying we're not going to play Al this season. Again, it's crap that they can just do that, but I, I think that's where the difference in getting fined versus not. I think they're fined. equally as bad. I, I yeah, think the no, Milwaukee one is more justified because you're trying to preserve your players a little bit for the playoffs. Oklahoma City is just trying to tank. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. It, it's just I don't know if the league has something like that. Tell you, man, just place. make two tiers to the NBA, and if you you're really bad, you get sent down to the lower tier. Tanking will not happen anymore. <laughs> it's just it's easy solution like that. The, like then the, then the problem is how does the draft work? How does this work? How does the other thing work? Then it gets difficult, but. You want teams to stop tanking? That's that's the number one thing you could do. There is zero percent chance that ever happens in the history of basketball. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately, you're probably right, but it would be very interesting if they did that. It'd be cool. You mean like the Premier League and League One and League Two? Yeah, and, everything? and you could make you could make more. You know, you could make more NBA franchises too. I mean, yeah. you could have give Seattle a team. Like, if you really want to expand your league, which I don't like expansion to be honest with you. I think they have enough teams. But if you're going to do it. I mean, that's not a bad idea. I'm a huge fan of expansion. I'd love to see an expansion team. I just think the whole thing would be fun. But I think I that like comes it, down to... Then the... they're going to take players off your team. I think we've discussed this <laughs> see, before, and you told me that's I, not how it works. But yeah, no, I, exactly. I still don't like that. I, I think it comes down to you being more of a Celtics fan and me being more of an NBA fan. I think that's what it comes down it to. It probably is. <laughs> but I, I don't see any reason for them to add more teams. I, I think it would be yeah. nice to have team like a team in seattle i don't know how fair it is they lost their team when let's see like cities have two teams like there's no reason for that no city should have two teams you have enough i understand why there are for market reasons obviously like you're gonna make more money being in los angeles as the clippers instead of like seattle Hmm. or you know brooklyn moving from new jersey i mean i understand but at the same time there's legit no reason for that when there are places that don't have teams yeah I got you. And since you you brought the topic up, Sam, I'm got to ask you the question. The way it works is you protect eight players. 
you know the question I'm going to ask you. What protection? What players do you protect? There's an Tatum Brown, One, two, Marcus, three. Pritchard, Williams, uh, Robert Williams. Yep. We have five. Okay. Then you've got... <sighs> it's a little tough past that because it's like, eh. Well, we'll say Fournier because you want to re-sign him. All right. So that's six. Well, it's definitely, it's weird. Romeo, Romeo Langford. Okay. Grant. Neesmith. No. Maybe Neesmith, but I don't know. I, I'd say Neesmith because someone's definitely going to take him from you. <laughs> All right. There. And then, so the way it works, you can only take one player. And so like, that's, say they that's take, the thing that yeah. you told me. So, like, even if they take someone, you'll be fine. Exactly. So, if they take Grant Williams, they can't also take Neesmith. They can only take one. They're not going to take uh, Williams, Jack. Don't worry. My, but who would they take from the South? Maybe they take no one because I don't think they, they want Kemba's maybe contract. Tristan Thompson. Would they take Kemba? Maybe. I guess. That'd be that would be lucky. <laughs> not that I don't like Kemba, but I mean, it, of course, it's an course. answer to a big problem <laughs> that they kind of have. Mm. Even though it, it has potential not to be a problem, but right now it seems to be a problem in a lot of people's minds, even though he's playing decent basketball. Yeah. I don't know. If he was playing or every not. game instead of resting some games, it would be maybe different. I, I don't know. It's The Kemba situation is weird. It's definitely interesting to see how it goes down this offseason. It wouldn't surprise me if they make another push to trade him. I don't, I don't obviously dislike Kemba. I like him. I think he can make an impact, but the contract is definitely rough. But uh, getting... Getting back to these next couple days, Suns of the Nets, would you be disappointed if the Celtics go one and one? Uh, probably. I mean, maybe not. It depends who plays for Brooklyn. I think the Phoenix game is the big game here, even though the Nets are the conference rival and everything, because you're probably going to be closer to full strength if Fournier plays, if he doesn't play, who knows. But you're going to have Kemba. Because I don't think they're going to sit him the first night of a back-to-back and play him the second. Um, but Phoenix is on a back-to-back. It, it should Are be a they? winnable game. You're at the guard. Yeah, we who, talked about who, this. They, who do they got tonight? Do they have someone tonight? They've got... I can Google. You they've got talking. somebody. It might be Philly. It is. It is Philly. Yeah. It's Philly tonight. Okay. That's they tough play back Philly back. tonight. The Brooklyn game should be winnable with all the injuries that we just talked about. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I it's it's. I mean, they they lost to Chicago on Monday, and I I I was happy, satisfied going into the week, going winning two out of the three games. You've already lost your one game. In my this is this is why I'm saying I want them to win both. Okay. Because I still want them to make up ground on Milwaukee. Just so need be, they have mm-hmm. the option. You know, it doesn't exactly work like that, but they could probably catch Milwaukee with the strength of their schedule if they decide that that's what they want to do. Or need yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I would like to see them move up. And I'm getting real sick. I think they're in sixth right now. I don't even think they're in fourth or fifth. Because yep. teams keep winning. The Celtics rip off a win streak. Everyone decides they want to start winning. Yeah, I got I was going to say, I got a stat that's going to piss you off. Well, first of all, this one won't piss you off. But Celtics 8-2 and two in their last 10, right? Um, Everyone else ha- around them is probably just about the same. Hawks and Knicks are both 8-2 and two in their last 10 as well. <laughs> yeah, like the teams decide to suck all year. Atlanta not so much because they've been pretty good since McMillan's been their coach. But in all the other teams, like they've been sucking, and then all of a sudden they want to they step on the gas here. Like Heat the Celtics the played are... an incredible stretch, and they haven't really moved up. That's the annoying part. Yeah, I mean, they're keeping – I don't want to say keeping their head above water because I think this I mean, they stretch are. – 
Yeah, but not my point is exactly my point is this stretch it's doing more than that in my opinion though because keeping their head above water means okay they're hovering around 500 maybe one game over two game over they're four games over right now they have a chance to go what five and six games over next which two days I, I don't yeah, think they're but, gonna win both games i think they're gonna lose one i don't know yeah. which one it's gonna be because <laughs> you've got a really tough game on thursday against a good team one of the really best in the team. west but then you have a game where you're very likely to play down to your competition, especially if nobody plays for them. Yeah. Nets have been good all year, regardless of injuries, though, I will say. Like, they've played through them a lot. They annoying. haven't had all three guys. Yeah. Because the guys they, that are on in their, like, rotation, like, like the role <laughs> players are not that good. They're, like, they're really not that good of players, but they're really playing well. And that pisses some me them, off. Some the of them had... Yeah, some of them had breakout season, though. Give credit where credit's due. Like, guys like Nick Claxton, breakout season. He's he's a quality player now. Uh, Joe Harris, you can't complain about. The well, no, Joe Harris is a good player. Yeah. Um, we, we all knew that. I, I'm more annoyed <laughs> that the break the guys are having breakout seasons. That's what's pissing me off. Okay, gotcha. Like, gotcha. Jeff Green, even though he's a, a veteran, <laughs> like, yeah. he's playing well all of a sudden. And he really he always been, does that, though. He, he does that every He season. had been really productive since leaving the Celtics. Oh, I don't know about that. I he bounced around. Jackie's been on so many different teams. There's a reason for that. But he's been quality in all of those teams. Has he has he been efficient? Let me take a look. Let's see. Since leaving the Celtics, he shot this season he shot he's shooting forty eight percent from the field for the Nets. Last season for the Rockets, he shot fifty six percent from the field. How many games Um, did he play? last year i feel like you just traded or something 18 he was rough in utah yeah. i'll give you that he was yeah. rough in utah but other than that he's only had wasn't great in cleveland two tough seasons he was great in cleveland he averaged 48 percent from the field i don't know man he he was not making as much noise on any of those teams as he is now no it's and i think that's well i mean he was in a much smaller role he was exactly. barely on the teams and now but he's now playing well again it's really annoying role. He had a couple good seasons there in Cleveland and Washington where he averaged 11 and 12. But uh, I understand your point. It's tough to see a guy like that make an impact. And it's frustrating, at least. <laughs> Andrew Shamit. Yeah. Like, who that, else that's, is on I'll give you that one. Um, Tyler Johnson, who was a solid player back in the day for Miami. I, I will say, Nets injury report right now includes Nick Claxton, Tyler Johnson, Reggie Perry, and Chris Giosa. I know a couple of those names are probably out there but they've been playing some minutes for the nets so they, they have a lengthy injury report it's it's very annoying that role players are playing well for them mm-hmm. when they they traded all their depth and it's annoying that they signed people too like we already discussed this weeks ago mm-hmm. bruce it's, brown having a breakout season for them playing yeah, really bruce good. brown been horrible i Not think horrible, i told you i like, wanted him on the celtics can i, I did can too I, because I, he's I, local. I believe yeah I, exactly. I was for it uh elise johnson uh that's that one should really piss you off because he was on the Celtics for a minute. <laughs> real real briefly, I believe. Or maybe I'm thinking of Emil Jefferson. Uh, there was some guy. You Jefferson remember at the beginning the of the one. season? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? The Johnson guy. I don't know who the hell that is. But the, the guy Jefferson, he went to Duke with Tatum, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it, I understand your point, though. It's frustrating to see these smaller role player guys have breakout seasons or play above their level or whatever. See, look at Philadelphia. They have quality role players going into the season. Danny Green, I don't know why, like, he didn't play well for the Lakers for some reason, but he's a quality player. Um, Who is it? Who are you talking about again? Danny Green. Yeah, okay. Uh, Seth Curry, quality player. Like, they, their shooters are quality. Corkmaz has been all right for them. You know, 
that then they have production from guys like Maxi. They brought in George Hill, which is going to be a pain in the ass to play against. Um, is George Hill playing it? I know he's hurt. For yeah, a while. he Curry scored on him in a highlight the other day. That's how I know he's playing. <laughs> All right, but gotcha. You take a look at the Suns injury report. I feel like we're disregarding the Suns game, and re- in reality, that's going to be a really hard one as well. Well, um, no, I'm not disregarding. I said they're like one of the best no, teams in the West. I, I mean. I mean, in terms of we're talking a lot about the Nets, I mean, right now. Well, and that's because they're we relevant to the, the big picture. Ex- no, yeah, exactly. But my point, I was just I was just saying I wanted to look at the uh, the injury report. Dario Saric is day-to-day, he questionable sucks. for the Sixers game. He's, uh, he's actually having a season. And uh, our old friend Ab Del Nader is also listed as out for the Houston that's game. That's another one that pissed me sure. off. He was horrible for the Celtics <laughs> when he would actually get minutes. And, and now, now he is good real good. City and good in Phoenix. Mm. <laughs> it's definitely irritating. Darius Arch having a solid season, I believe, for the Phoenix Suns. He's not. He's not amazing. He's averaging forty-five from the field, thirty-five. Be in the playoffs when he was on Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, he's playing all right now. Thirty-five from three isn't great, but he he plays his role well. They don't really have a true four outside of him. Uh, Crowder runs a lot of that for them. But Later's averaging seven points and two and a half rebounds, roughly for them this season on four nine forty-one point nine percent from the field. Uh, from three, I mean, 41.9 from three, I should say, and uh, 49.1 from the field. So he's, uh, he's playing real good. He's playing real good for the Suns in 15 minutes a game, which is uh, definitely <laughs> irritating, to say the least. Uh, another guy, I mean, if you want to talk around the league of guys who, you know, Celtics role players playing well, P.J. Dozier is also playing amazing for the Nuggets. We, that, we did uh, this before. We talked about um, yeah. him. Max, Max Struess as well. Struess, and I think Nader was the last one we brought up. Yeah. They've all been playing pretty well. But in fairness it, yeah. to the Celtics, I don't think those guys would have played well if they were here because they wouldn't have got the, you know, the roles. Because I mean, when, when they were on the Celtics, season, maybe, the but... Celtics were really deep. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, hindsight. Like, if they were on the team this season, they would have been able to produce like this. Because yeah, but, they're relying yeah. a lot on young uh, depth to be their bench, which hasn't panned out all the time. They've had good games, though. And I think those young guys are playing well in the roles they're meant to play. But like you mentioned with the Chicago game, they had to play a little bit of a bigger role, and it hurt them. But they still shouldn't have lost that game. Yeah, no, I, I understand you. They didn't there. execute. They turned the ball over too much. They missed a lot of shots. Tatum had an off night, which happens. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough, but you got to move on to the next one, I guess. Uh, a guy who has been playing well, though I want to briefly touch on him because we talked about him last time, but Jabari Parker having another solid game against the Bulls regardless of the outcome. I mean, he's playing well lately, right? Yeah, I'm very happy for him, which is weird. Not weird, <laughs> but like the reason I don't know why, like even though he's on the Celtics, like that isn't the main reason I'm happy he's doing well. Like I'm just happy like he was a high pick in the draft and like he's, you know, playing well on a decent team. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, averaging nine and a half points through. Two he is games. a difference maker. Exactly. When he's out there. Yeah, I think, he, really I think he he's definitely helpful off the bench. Him and Fournier will be really good to have as relief guys. I mean, it sucks having guys out there that can't score, which you had Monday. And yeah. Like like I said, like they scored 30-something points the first quarter, didn't break 100 for the game. Like, that's mm-hmm. awful. No business yeah. doing that. It, it was ugly. And I think, 
I know I mentioned to you, Brad Stevens said they want to run some small ball five for Jabari Parker, and you questioned it. But in that Warriors game, he grabbed like what four offensive rebounds. Like he that showed why he can exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you can show he showed why he can play some small five. And the biggest thing he does that the Celtics haven't done this year is cut and just like move off ball. And he's done a great, great job of that because no one else on the Celtics outside of maybe Jalen Brown and Robert Williams, who that's not Jalen Brown's whole game and that's all Robert William does is able to do that and so to have a wing slash four slash small ball five whatever two can do that and also shoot some mid-range jumpers I think it's really going to be helpful off the bench for the Celtics in terms of scoring and the defense does need to <laughs> pick up a little bit though uh, for Jabari Parker but oh for him yeah but as a team they've been playing <laughs> decent defense even Monday I mean there were stretches where they couldn't get stops but they still only gave up a hundred something like yeah two like, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. It was just an awful offensive night for the Celtics. It is Chicago, who's awful, but, you know, didn't allow a whole yeah. lot of points. Mm-hmm. Now, let me open up this next sort of, you know, little segment here by asking you this. Hawks or the Knicks, who would you rather play in the first round of the playoffs? That, that's a good question because Atlanta really gave the Celtics a hard time in the games they played this season. But the Celtics have been really bad up until this point. I think they're finding their footing a bit, especially with new depth with Fournier and uh, Parker and, you know, guy Tatum finally playing a little bit better. You've got a lot of bonuses and it would be a different team that they're playing against. Atlanta also traded Rondo away, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they did that because he's kicking ass in L.A. with the Clippers. The Knicks are a really good defensive team, and their young guys are kind of having like the same kind of blossom that the Celtics are, where they're starting to improve. Yeah. Like Tatum is playing high, so is RJ Bar- uh, RJ Barrett. Jeez, mm-hmm. uh, he's playing a Julius lot better. Randall's improved. Julius Randall is well, yeah, but he's been good all season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I got you. The the guys around Randall are starting to pick it up, and that's kind yes. of what's scary. And they're a good defensive D- team. Atlanta traded is for D Rose. D Rose is there now. Defense is what wins you games in the playoffs, not offense, really. And the Knicks are good at that. The, uh, give them and credit. Atlanta is not. Team. Exactly. So you're saying so you'd probably Atlanta, Atlanta and their three fans that have been with their megaphones on Twitter will be my preferred opponent. Yes. That's what I wanted to bring up next because we talked I about it. I, I even segued for you. I knew. <laughs> I knew what you were going to bring yeah. up. I don't I don't think I've seen as much of it as you have. So if you could elaborate and just tell me some of the things you've seen on Twitter, that, that'd be great because Atlanta's been talking shit lately. Today I saw someone say past Brown and Tatum. He, they admitted that uh, Young and Collins are not as good of a top two, but three through 15 are worlds better than the Celtics okay. are. Um, they had, which I think Atlanta has some good depth. Don't get me wrong. I but think that's when the Celtics are. You know, Fournier, Parker, Smart, Kemba. You know, those guys are all good players, man. We and can map it out. Williams and Tristan Thompson are good players. You want to map out the rosters to go back at Atlanta fans right here? I mean, Down. we can, but I don't think it's necessary. I think I think it speaks for itself. Just just we, go have a look if you. Yeah, disagree. we don't have to go. We don't have to go full in depth. But I'm talking I'll, so I'll Brown and Tatum going. obviously better. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, Brown and Tatum obviously better. Then I'll probably slot in Trey Young next. Realistically, right. All right. And then past that, what you got? Collins or Smart, I feel like is a real argument that I would make, right? What about Kemba Walker? Kemba 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 Walker Walker is getting back up there to where, like, people can say he's good again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing good basketball. So I'd say after Trey Young, it's probably Kemba Walker. And I'd put Capella above Collins, anyways. I think. Yeah, me too. I think Capella's a good player. 
Mm-hmm. And he he was the problem for the Celtics when they were playing them. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I think Smart and Kemba both have an argument above Collins. I think Capella's probably better than both of those guys in the Celtics, though, realistically, just because of how good he is. It's hard to say past that. with Kemba because Kemba is... He he can be really good, and he's shown like flashes of being that good, and he's gotten better every month of the season. It's mm-hmm. it's very the Kemba thing is so weird. Like we already talked about this, but like it's so strange because you don't really know what's coming. Yeah, and I don't think Hell, he's completely you can make comfortable. An with for, you can make an argument for Fournier above John Collins. I mean, come on, like whatever. I don't know. Anyways, April continue. Fournier what other was something else when he <laughs> was playing? What other what other trash talk you got that you've heard from Hawks fans on Twitter? I heard a healthy Hawks team like wins in like five or six. <laughs> I've heard um what else did they say? Like like Jalen Brown is gonna get locked up by like Cam Reddish. Like they have answers for like the best Celtic scorers. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. They Atlanta is a good team and they are kind of deep, which is um, good for them, you know, Bogdanovich and Prick Gallinari, who didn't miss any shots against them that one game. But the Celtics are deep, too, when, you know, guys aren't in COVID protocol. I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. And I don't Tim, our friend, there's anything friend Tim I sent us something in the group chat today. Our send, I didn't, our I didn't look at it yet, so this will be a genuine reaction. I, it was, the, the caption was peak for peak, right? So... I don't know if that means the peak this player could be at or the peak they're at right now, but it was Trey Young over Trey Young over Rajon Rondo was the uh, was this tweet that it's there. probably no 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 it's probably like peak Trey Young, but he doesn't play defense. That's the problem. I think it's talking about right now though. I, I think it's talking about peak Trey Young as in right now over prime Rondo over the Celtics because there's a picture of Trey Young right now, obviously, and a picture of Rondo on the Celtics. So it's. <laughs> Yeah, no. Someone said Trey ain't at his peak yet, and then he said so right now. That's a clown. Oh uh, well, he said, I don't know. Prime <laughs> Rondo. It's very hard because when Rondo was really in his prime, like he was playing around like a lot of people, and they're different kind of players. Like if you if you switch them right now, Atlanta wouldn't be as good as they are probably. Trey Young's a good passer too. We we don't really talk about that a lot, but he's a good passer. He is. I think, really, I think it's somewhat yeah. fair. He's a, definitely a better offensive player. They're just different players, though. Rondo is a yeah. terrific defensive player in his prime. And defense what's wins you in the playoffs. Bingo. It, it's it's close, but I don't know. It's it's such a weird thing. It, it's almost like apples to oranges. Gotcha. Yeah. It, it's weird. It's definitely interesting. There's one more brief thing I want to talk about, and it's completely random. I just have it on the list because I saw something, and I bookmarked the tweet that I want to – you know, bring up to you. Um, first of all, what's your overall opinion on Kevin Durant? Again, I told you, it's totally out of left field, but just, do you have an opinion on Kevin Durant? as uh, pl- Excellent as player. I like him. He beat LeBron a couple times. Good for him. Made me happy. Um, would have loved him on the Celtics. Very ha- happy that he considered joining them. One of his top options when he was in free agency. He's, he's one of my more well-liked non-Celtics in league, even though he plays in Brooklyn. I do think he's sensitive, though. Like, he gets really upset, but good for him. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Let him talk his shit. <laughs> okay. So I suppose that's around the line of question I had, because I saw a tweet 
Um, and he said NBA players on their former NBA championships. It, it has like 2000 likes. So I think that's why I ended up in my timeline. But it, it, there's four pictures. One is like, oh, Kawhi Leonard thanking Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili then. Shaq like praising Kobe Bryant or whatever. LeBron saying D Wade was like, I needed him, whatever, regardless of your opinion. I on know him. what you're I'm talking about, but go point. ahead. And then Kevin Durant liking a tweet that said, Kevin Durant was better than Steph Curry both those years, laughing face. Everybody knows it, bro. Don't try and kid yourself. This MF Curry needed another MVP and three All-Stars to get the job done. Trash ass. Uh, I feel like my opinion is it was more of him saying, haha, that's funny. It's a joke. Do you think KD, my question to you is, do you think KD's actually an asshole? I think he has people he doesn't like. I don't think Curry's one of those guys. I think he doesn't like Draymond. Mm-hmm. I don't. He had, I don't he, think... he had Draymond on his podcast the other day, though. Did, did he? That? I don't know. It's weird. I they they had issues. That's one of the they reasons did. he left. They did, yeah. Curry's a terrific player too. I don't think Durant's. the The weirdest thing I saw from Durant was that like he ranked Irving above Westbrook in his like best teammates and he's only played 18 games with Kyrie. He ranked Serge Ibaka above Westbrook and his teammates. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think those guys don't like each other. I think that might be on Westbrook. I think West Westbrook's definitely a dick. Yeah, Westbrook probably took it a little bit too personally. But uh whatever. That I just thought that was interesting that tweet I saw. But now I have I have another game for you. Uh of those questions I say this or that. Remember how we played those a couple times. So yep. I have five. Two of them are along the lines of who would you rather have on this currently constructed Celtics team? All right. One is two are very random and more of a joke kind okay. of like, I don't want you to take them too seriously. And one is like just a random, like realistic one. Kind okay. Of. So I'll start with the, this or that, like who would you rather have on the team? Who would you rather have on this currently constructed playoff team? You don't have to get rid of anybody. You don't have to trade anybody. No one gets replaced. They're just on the team. Prime Rajon Rondo. Okay. Or prime, prime Larry Bird. And it sounds obvious, but I know how it's much it's kind of hard because exactly. I knew you're like, going to say this <laughs> bird. I, I mean, you have to say bird because he's like a top 10 player of all time. Yeah. And he could facilitate and handle the ball. Like he would do what Rondo does. So it, it's going right. to be bird, but Rondo would be another interesting piece because he'd be able to have the same role he had on those big three teams being like a fourth option type guy that runs, pushes the pace, but Bird is just unreal. The only reason why it's even a real question is because they've got two wings already that are excellent players. Yep. Yep. And that's why I knew it'd be yeah, an interesting question at the very least. Because it, it sounds super obvious when you but say Bird, it. Bird is the answer because he's literally one of the best players ever to play. Yes. Plays good defense. He's got size. If he played today, he'd probably be similar to Luka. You know, I yeah. think it was Cedric Maxwell was saying, like, you know, Larry never really wanted to facilitate in, like, be the ball handler, but if he played today, it would be different. Mm-hmm. And uh, was he? he's six nine. I feel like yeah, he'd be like a Jokic guy. too. He could be Jokic. Well, yeah, he... Jokic is like the same thing. That we we all talked about this the first time Denver came to the Garden this year, and he like missed three shots all night. <laughs> yeah, Jokic is he's one of the best. All right, so last time we played this game, I asked you Jokic or Embiid, and you said Embiid, correct? Yeah. So I'm gonna put a twist on it. Would you rather have Joel Embiid on the Celtics or Steph Curry on the Celtics? <laughs> Curry, mm-hmm. because I mean he's unreal. Look at him. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't know because yep. <laughs> if you have Embiid, that like, so, like even though Kemba. Robert Williams has been excellent, but one you don't have to play against Embiid, mm-hmm. so that's one thing. He 
takes that hole out of the middle, and I love Embiid. I think he'd be an excellent Celtic. I mean, you don't have to play against him. You're going to get all those free throws for your team. He's an MVP candidate. <laughs> so is Curry, even though That's what I'm uh, saying. This is a tough question. Team's horrible, but you're not trading anything. You'd still have Kemba on the team. Yeah. So there's no need. You know, there's more of a need to bring in Embiid than Which Curry. Which is why I asked. And Williams so can come your... off the bench again and be fine. What's your answer then? Is it Embiid instead? It's Embiid. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. See, these these are the type of things I was thinking of because I knew that would what be would you your exact. I, I'd probably, uh, I'd probably go with Curry. Just just because like. I don't know. I, I think it's just too hard to pass up on that. Well, and, I, I agree, yeah. but the way the team is constructed, like the, yes, the hole I, is where Embiid is, not where Curry is. And he can get you money. I mean, money. Buckets. But I, I guess if you have Curry, you don't have to slow the game down. With yeah. Embiid, you, have to, you can't run. And imagine, realistically, Robert Williams is probably one of the best centers Curry's ever played with. I mean, right? Yeah, Curry's he, never had a good center on his team. That, that's my point. So imagine those like pick and rolls with Steph Curry and the pick and pops. I don't know. That it's just just like it's so hard to pass up on that level of shooting, in my opinion. And I completely understand the need for Joel Embiid because it's definitely more so than Steph Curry. But like the way he's playing right now, especially, is just it, it's. I was so thinking hard. the other day, I was like, imagine if Curry when they were playing with Golden State. I was like, imagine if he was on this team instead of Kemba. Like how <laughs> that's why I asked ridiculous the question. it would be. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's Steph Curry's out of this world. And like you said, you are one of the the many people who are very, you know, winning is everything. Like if you're not winning, you're not an MVP candidate. And even you are saying Steph Curry could be an MVP candidate this year, right? Like that's how good he's been, right? Right. So for you to say that especially means he's playing some absolute ridiculous. I mean, he's basketball. like scoring like 50 points a game. Yeah. Yeah. So his team's not winning but like they're in a playing position and he's yeah. he's killing it. He's Did he miss time this year, Jack? Did was Curry out for a while? Um, I feel like he was. He was, I think. Let me check though. I I think I forget what it was. I think it was a, a butt injury. I think he hurt his tail, tailbone. Um I know he, he wore a butt pad in the last game, which is why I say that. So which is kind of funny. Let me find game log for this year. I can tell you how many games with, he with Curry. Like it's different to me because one, he won a title. He he's never left the Warriors. He's missed eight games this year. He's all right, he's so he hasn't games. missed a whole lot of games. Yeah, he he's never left the Warriors. He won a title before, like the first title, he beat the Cavs in the finals. Uh, you know when LeBron and first went back, they had yeah. guys out, but I mean he was playing with Clay. And Harrison Barnes and Godala. And like that team wasn't like a favorite team. Like he, he was the one that made that team the favorite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So he's already done all that. So like he has like the respect of people like me. Is, but he, like, is he top 20? Is he top 20 all time? All time? Oh, yeah, probably for sure. I, I just asked because my brother showed me a clip yesterday and you know, Skip Bayless, yeah. Yeah, genius Skip Bayless. He's like he's never he's not even close to my top twenty because he Skip he Bayless has some things I very much agree with that he says, but he's a clown. Skip Bayless is a clown. Hates LeBron um, James. He's a very intelligent <laughs> man sometimes when he wants to be. All right, all right. I got I got three more questions for you. Right. I'll, I'll save the most realistic one for last because I think it would draw the most. Fantasy the ones most are fun debate. too, but mm -hmm. I don't care. These are less so fantasy ones, or one of them is a fantasy one. One of them is just kind of. Funny, and I think it'll make you a little bit angry because you'll be like, "Why well, is this stupid? I don't want to answer this because it's dumb." But I'll, so I'll ask you that one first. 
right. uh, would you rather Luke Cornett has to be the starting center on this team? And, and by starting center, I mean he has to play 20-plus minutes every game. You can't just start him and take him out immediately. All okay? right. Uh, or Tatum can never play over 30. <laughs> Probably the Tatum thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because one, you're gonna you're gonna benefit in the long term because he's gonna be fine. He's gonna have less wear and tear. I guess. Um, yeah. And you could manage his minutes if you really wanted to. Okay. If you really had to do it, and you had to do it, you could you could make it so Jalen Brown got a lot more minutes. Kemba would get more minutes. You would have Jabari Parker and Fournier off the bench to help out with some of the scoring. Yeah. All right. I just thought that was funny. I just thought that would be a funny one because I thought I thought it'd take you a little longer. And that's not the answer I thought you would have gone with either. But uh, interesting. All right. But Cornette, um, Cornette is the starting center to, you know, like continue to discuss it. Like it wouldn't be the worst thing either because he is still a solid player. Mm-hmm. When he got minutes, he was solid. I just think Robert Williams is too good. And, and plus, Cornette isn't really equipped to play defense on a lot of big, big guys like Embiid or Jokic yeah. or. Gotcha. Like an Anthony Davis. So that that's why. Alrighty. Two more. One one uh is a fantasy one and one's the realistic. Fantasy one. Would you rather LeBron never win a title? Okay. Number All one, right. never wins. Never wins in Cleveland, never wins in Miami, never wins with LA. Or the Paul Pierce Celtics go back to back. Um that's tough. Yep. I think if LeBron doesn't win a title, Celtics get a couple more. This is not – you can't have both, though. No, it's no, no, either, no. I'm not saying – I, I, I understand what you're saying, yeah. Like, if he's not – well, I guess he still gets to the finals. But say in, 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 yeah, in each of those, he still gets to the finals, but he just loses to a Western Conference team. Yeah, okay. So it would give the Warriors one more, the Spurs and the Thunder one, and then, what, the Heat one last year, I guess, technically, but yeah. That's hard. I, I'd say the Celtics. You'd rather them go back to back and LeBron can keep his titles. Yeah, that's fine. All right. All and right. they get two. That makes it makes Paul Pierce more of a legit player in a lot of people's and minds. Wouldn't it also mean the Lakers have one less? The Lakers would have one less. And the go. Celtics have one more. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I helped you answer that one. And uh all right, last one. And this is less of a this or that and more of just a hypothetical. All right. If if you could go back and have never done – I know there's more moving pieces to the, to this or whatever, and players didn't want to go. But if you could go back and the Kemba for Terry Rozier swap never happened, would you do All it? Right. Um, Keep in mind salary. I, I know it's more to it than just like, okay. It was Wayne that we were talking to. That's, he said Terry Rozier might have been the problem on the team. Yeah, but with no Kyrie Irving on the team, he can be the starter. You know no, what I'm you're I, right. I yeah. But there's a reason that they didn't do that at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't have they, a choice. What do you mean they didn't have a choice? Oh, wait, he was what are you, exactly. He's a restricted free agent. He they could have brought him back. Kyrie? No, Terry Rozier. Oh, 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 no. But I'm saying, I'm saying, like, obviously, there's more stuff to it than that. But realistically, if you could go back and keep Terry instead of signing Kemba, keep in mind Terry makes around 18 mil. Kemba makes around 35. You know what I'm saying? Would you do it? Would you take? So Rozier we're including back? the money. Yeah, the money. money is, yeah, yeah. You do that. Okay. Terrors are a decent defender. He's playing at a pretty high level, and he'd probably be a good third option on this team. Yeah, and right. he doesn't really get hurt. <laughs> also true. Also true. But, uh, yeah, I-, I thought that was interesting as well. Mm-hmm. People like him. I think, I think exactly. he was well-liked. I don't know. Because 
Wayne did make a good point. He was making a big problem about everything with Kyrie, but they they almost made the finals when he was the starting point guard. So <laughs> also true. Terry would not have quit on his team. I'll give him that. He would not have. He, he would not have quit. quit he uh, <laughs> remember when he said Kyrie said he should have taken more shots when he was like three of however many he shot. It's like Come shot, on. buddy. But uh, yeah, that's that's all the hypotheticals I got. That's all the uh, topics I got for today. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up before we start to wrap the show? Um, no, no, nothing really. Big games this week. They need to they need to keep playing well. That that's the big thing. Keep the momentum going. If you want that game to be meaningless, like you say, Jack, like where they were missing guys, then play like it. When the guys are healthy, play the same kind of basketball you've been playing. Don't let it affect them. For sure. For sure. So, yeah, big game, Suns, the Nets, back-to-back. And then you got a little bit, I don't want to say an easy stretch, but some. It's an easy stretch. Say it. (laughs) I don't want to say it after the last one. Oklahoma Um, City's tanking Charlotte. (laughs) Well, LaMelo might be back for that. So, that'll be interesting. OKC is 0-10 in their last 10, I saw, so. That means they're going to win against the Celtics. (laughs) Of course. Moses Brown will come to play. But thank you guys so much for the support. Our last episode did really well. We really like the fact that you guys are enjoying our content. You guys can follow me at JackSimoneNBA on Twitter. Follow us at BannerTownUSA. That account's getting bigger, uh, allowing us to bring more content to you guys. And, yeah, Sam, go ahead and wrap us up. Yeah, thank you very much for listening. Like Jack said, we got a lot of support on the last one. Make sure to check out the YouTube channel. This video will be up there. That way we don't have our cameras on for nothing. Um at, it's just Bannertown USA on YouTube. Um, made a weird Celtics recap last week. If you missed that, it's up on Twitter. Is it up on the Bannertown channel, Jack? I think I need to get it up there. I was a little bit busy, it's not a but big remind deal. me I'll put it up. Yeah. But um, it'll be up there. This is fun to make. Um, yeah, we like doing this. So thanks for listening. Follow our Twitters uh, at Jack's One NBA at Bannertown USA. And then I'm at Sam LaFrance NBA. Uh, that's our show for today. Bye. <laughs>